welcome. I got a special request today from an addict, the journey I know so very well, and how to kick the habit, just how to kick it, stop it, either weaning yourself off or stopping cold turkey, but the addiction that is running rampant in the world today, primarily North America. Oh, let's get into it. My name is Marcel Hansen, and you're listening to Small Habits, Big Changes. Let's dive in. I think I've mentioned before, I, I've never really done any drugs with the exception of one. Not a drinker, don't smoke, don't smoke weed, don't take prescription drugs. But growing up, I had access to moderately healthy food, mostly processed and packaged, I should say. We didn't grow much of our own food. And so most of it was processed, but it was still relatively consumable option at the time. Yet we did consume a lot of sugar-laden things, sugary cereals, sugary snacks, licorice, M&Ms, Loops, Lucky Charms, you name it. But on top of those sugary cereals, which we ate multiple times a day, not just for breakfast, but we ate it as soon as we got home from school, ate it on the weekend, ate it whenever we could. Aside from the copious amounts of sugar that was within most of these cereals that I, some I've already listed, we used to pour a table sugar. Like we had a restaurant like container, glass container, and we would put even more sugar on top of the cereal. Sugar on top of sugar. And then we would drink soda, which was filled with sugar. And then as I got to playing sports in school, I would drink Gatorade, which was also had a bunch of sugar in it. And then I would eat from the vending machines, so like Junior Mints and Reese's Peanut Butter Cups and Dorito chips and sodas. That was lunch and that was snack and that was breakfast and after school and on the weekends. It is mind-boggling to me how I am still alive. But the body's very resilient. I've done a lot of purging and cleansing and obviously changing of my habits over the years and drastically so to where what we consumed as children, my brother and I is almost unrecognizable to me today. I don't, I, I can't think of right now one thing that I have that I used to consume that I currently still utilize in my everyday diet, except eggs stuck with me. Yeah, that might be the only one. I hadn't thought of that beforehand, but eggs might be it. Uh, I don't partake in really anything else. I don't eat uh, much bread. I don't do any dairy. I don't do any sugar. I don't eat uh, things out of boxes and bags and things with barcodes. So really all of those things have uh, served their purpose in my life and have, and I doubt would, but it was a, I'll say this, kicking sugar, which is what we're talking about if you haven't figured it out, kicking sugar is actually easier than I thought it would be. It actually wasn't that challenging at all. Deciding to kick sugar, that was tough. That's where the challenge was for me, is deciding and committing to taking action on said decision. Once I did that, it was actually relatively easy. And there's lots of stories I think that people tell themselves around why they wouldn't 
decrease sugar or kick it entirely. I think one huge piece of information that is becoming quite a bit more mainstream now, I do believe that most people don't realize the absolute havoc that sugar wreaks on the body. I think if most people understood, most people would do something about it and and alter their behavior. It is quite possibly the most lethal thing that we ingest. Socially acceptable in almost every packaged product. You go to restaurants, it's in everything from foo to McDonald's. It's nearly everywhere. So it requires a lot of awareness and a lot of commitment and lifestyle shifts. And maybe people aren't up for those, but I don't think they realize the absolute bliss and benefits on the other side. Sugar is currently wreaking havoc on your sleep cycle, therefore your emotional regulation, your hormones, your skin, your gut bacteria, the list goes on and on. There's really a hundred reasons why you would kick sugar. The question I suppose I want to pose today is why wouldn't you? What is keeping you holding on? The conditional statement is if you knew or if you know that sugar is so bad for the body, an absolute poison for the body, people gaining weight, losing immunity, increasing inflammation, brain fog, overall poor energy and state management. If you knew all these things, and if you even know them theoretically, what's the story that you tell yourself that has you still consuming it? That it's just a little? That you only have one pop a day? That you only put a little in your coffee? What about when you eat Thai food? Do you think of it then? What about that packaged sweet or that baked good? Just one cookie, just one slice of pie, just one scoop of ice cream? Kind of sounds like an addiction, doesn't it? I've been there. I've been there. And from the other side, it is such a beautiful place because I have no desire to go back there. There are zero, zero, if not net, there's definitely net negative, but there are zero benefits to consuming sugar. Zero. Zero. So it's just because you want to. It's not really that much. You don't have a problem. Now, for the person that asked this question, just that this be the topic, I don't think she has a problem at all. I think that she might find it challenging, but she has other areas of her life that reflect wellness and groundedness and quite frankly, good decision-making that I have no doubt that she will succeed in this endeavor and an additional uh, endeavor that maybe we'll talk about on another episode about caffeine. Unlike caffeine, like I said, has zero health benefits not one. And it is absolutely, undeniably net negative. In every single instance, net negative. So why invest? Certainly not good for your teeth. It's not good for your gut. It's not good for your brain. It's not good for your muscles or your bones or any inflammation or energy block you currently have. It's not going to help your immunity, not preventing sickness, not helping your sleep, not your circadian rhythm, not your hormone cycles, not your emotional regulation. So what is it? I'm dying to know. Pop it in the comments if you're on YouTube or if you have an opportunity, shoot me your best answer legitimately. You can text it to the texting community. I'm the only one that sees those. 
The number is 206-483-2960. That's in the outro as well. But I'm dying to hear what it is that you're telling yourself the benefit is. Or are we just tuned out altogether? Because it tastes good, because life is short, because you deserve it. A couple of those things might be true. It doesn't taste good. That's the crack talking. That's the addiction talking. The response you get, the dopamine hit when you feel a certain way, that sugar helps you create certainty. You know how you're going to feel in the short term and then the next morning. And you still do it anyway. Why do people do something they know is not good for them? It fulfills their need for certainty. They're damn sure exactly it's going gonna, it's gonna to end up exactly like it did before and the hundreds and 200 and 300 and 400,000 times before that. Certainty. Okay. What else you got? I think it's an easy way to, easy if you look at taking accountability as a challenge. I think it's easy to consume sugar and just let it run your life without you really taking responsibility for what's going on, for how you feel, for how you respond, for how great you could be, the potential you're leaving on the table. I think it's really easy. It's just escapism. Numb yourself out. What it leads to is it can be treacherous though. This is the issue. It's not in isolation. It builds off the behaviors that you continue to employ and it becomes a way of life. And unfortunately, the majority of people live there at least in North America. And if you want to follow the masses, I guess stick with it. But the masses also carry a penalty for their sugar consumption. And that penalty right now is heart disease, diabetes, metabolic syndrome, sickness, and death. Yes, I could get hit by a bus, just like Brian Johnson did just the other day. It's beside the point. I want to feel good in my body. I have control over that for the most part, I have a major influence. I have a major influence over how I feel, like metabolically, not like mad, sad, glad. I have total control over those. The, those kind of feelings may come up, but you have complete control over how long they last, how long you stay camped in that emotion, and, and you have control over how much sugar you consume or if you consume no sugar. If you're looking for something more tactical on exactly how you can kick sugar, pop onto my website or shoot a text in to the wellness community. The wellness community is the number on the outro. You can text that or you can go to mystabletable.com and send an inquiry. Thank you so much. See you on the flip side. Boop. Thank you so much for listening today. If you feel any part of this episode resonated with you, then please consider sharing it with a friend who may also find value in it. And remember to hit that subscribe button if you haven't already. And before you go, did you know we have a fantastic free text community? If you want more bite-sized health hacks and reminders delivered directly to your phone, absolutely free, then text keyword YES to 206 206- 483-2960. Again, that's keyword yes to 206-483-2960. And we'll see you on the inside.